welcome to Meeting Malcolmus, a pavement podcast. I wanna set what? <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> things are starting, starting just as I anticipated. <laughs> I pushed the wrong button, and so here we are. Um, I'm talking to you now, though, and that's a good thing because that's what this is all about. It's a podcast where we look at the oeuvre <laughs> of our favorite indie rock band pavement and we you know maybe um take a deeper dive than normally because we only look at one track we each week we look at one track in chronological order and as such we're privy to information that maybe maybe we would miss if we listened to a whole record so maybe not though <laughs> there's there's always that side of the coin you know that maybe not, maybe I'm just completely full of shit and we're missing nothing. But if that is the case, we still get to listen to pavement every week. And that's a, a good thing. So there's that. I don't know if you can tell from my voice, but I'm breathing a little heavier than normal. I got me one of those fancy Peloton bikes <laughs> and uh, I'm just riding like a, it's, it's my stallion and I'm, um, I'm not going to be fat anymore. That's what I've decided. So it's been a while since I've had a beer. It's been, uh, what is it today? It's the something of February 20th of February. It's been God. Yeah, it's been at least 25 days. That's a long time for me. And, um, oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. So, listen. Stephen Malcolmist is going on tour for an album that comes out about two weeks from now called Traditional Techniques. We've got to hear two songs off this record so far. And I don't know about you, but I like what I'm hearing. It's very jammy, um, very, uh, I don't know. I picture myself in a cloud of smoke and I picture myself really enjoying it. And I've got tickets to a couple shows, potentially a third show. I'm going to see him in Toronto, which is fantastic because it's literally up the street from my house. It's a 10 minute walk. It's like a 15 minute stumble. If I decide to, uh, partake that evening and, um, you know, that's good. And then he plays in Cleveland the next night and I might drive down to Cleveland and then make a hard left and head up to Detroit. Cause I've got tickets to see him at St. Andrews hall in Detroit. So I'm debating on Cleveland, got Toronto, got Detroit. If any of you lot uh, out there want to, um, enjoy one of those shows with me. That would be tremendous. I'll keep my eyes open for you. Let me know. Send me an email, jd at meetingmalchemist.com. So where are we in the scheme of things? Well, you might be expecting, you know, um, I think I might, uh, throw a curveball at you here. 
because you're probably expecting we dance because we go in chronological order. Aha, but I do EPs as well. And technically speaking, the singles released from Crooked Rain were not EPs, but rattled by La Rush. Rattled by La Rush is technically listed as a four song EP. Yeah, it contains Rattled by the Rush, Brink of the Clouds, False Scorpion, and Easily Fooled. Some really great B side material. So, um, chronologically speaking, Rattled by La Rush came out. Uh, the uh, CD. Uh, EP seven inch came out, um, in March of 95, a month before Wowie Zowie came out. So I don't know if you can, I was gonna, I was gonna say, I don't know if you can smell what I'm cooking. That's very, uh, 1999 WWF of me. <laughs> I don't know if you can smell what I'm cooking. <laughs> oh boy. Um, it's, it's, I'm having a day folks. I'm having a day over here. It's, uh, everyone in my house has a cold. It's cold as fuck outside. I don't know if how many of you are in Canada that listen to this or in the Northern United States, but from February 15th onward, it is like we are done with winter. We are done with, um, you know, dark skies at 6 p.m. We're just done. It's, 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 it's over. Whereas March rolls around, and even though it's very similar, it's March. And hope springs eternal. And there's baseball. And you start to see birds again <laughs> and you know that kind of stuff so it's uh i'm done i'm just done and there's a lot of days where you just want to you know stand on your balcony in a precarious way and tempt fate you know uh, maybe that's just me i take pills for that so i don't do that often but god damn god damn Bible pushing man. Listen, let's listen to Rattled by the Rush. This is a fucking great song. There's a lot of uh, uh a lot of consternation, I suppose, about whether or not the band chose the right singles on this record. On Wowie Zowie. Well, I'm here to say, you know, twenty almost twenty five years later. Yes, goddammit. Yes, they chose the right singles. These are great singles. Rattled by the Rush is a killer rock song. Rock and roll song. There's, other than, you know, some of the bonkers uh, lyrics, and we'll talk about that a little bit, and the video being very low, you know, lo-fi in a time where people were still making big, grandiose million dollar, $2 million. I don't know how many millions of dollars people spend on videos, but they spent a lot. 
And Pavement was a was a prudent band. They didn't go out of their way to do that kind of stuff. They didn't. Uh, they recorded the records on the cheap. You know, they they recorded them and turned them into Matador. And uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's a di- it's a different look than a lot of bands had at that time. Spending copious amounts of um, studio money to make it into the buzz bin or whatever. There's a lot of talk, you know, that uh, around this time you had the buzz bin and and K-Rock, which is the big rock and roll station out of L.A. And if you could bust through on K-Rock, and this all comes from books that I've been reading if you follow me on social, you'll see that I read the um, the Brian Charles book, the Wowie Zowie 33 and a Third book. So, you know, in that they talk a lot about the band and representatives talk a lot about K-Rock and breaking through and, uh, you know, hearing this kind of song on K-Rock. And... It, it, you know, there's truth to, there's truth to that. You, you break through on a station like that and suddenly you're in rotation on lesser stations and then there's billboards up about your record and suddenly you sell a few more, you know, tens of thousands of copies of the record and you're considered a success. Um, pavement was coming off tremendous success. They sold a quarter of a million records with crooked rain and, this was going to be a follow-up and obviously you wanted to approach 250,000. I don't know if it's like a movie where you think you want a sequel to be within a certain percentage of, you know, the successor or predecessor. And, uh, I don't know if that's the case. Um, but I would think that you would want it to be that that would be your goal. You know, that's your line in the sand. Let's sell at least what we sold in the album before. And there were a lot of people that heard Wowie Zowie and they were just like, no, this isn't, <laughs> this isn't. And we're going to talk a lot about this as we go through these songs, because it's a different record. It's not cohesive in a way, in, in the way that Crooked Rain is, or even Slanted for that matter. Those records are really very cohesive. And their albums, this is, this is a collage or a pastiche, you know, of a lot of different sounds and vibes and, and things. But right now we're talking specifically about Rattled by the Rush and it's undeniable that this is a song with a hook. It's got a chantable chorus. It's got uh, clean sound. There's no reason that a studio or the apparatus couldn't have got behind this song other than it wasn't Crooked Rain Part 2. It wasn't Cut Your Hair Part 2. That's my that's my take on it. This is not Cut Your Hair Part 2. This is... This is um, a more refined Stephen Malcolmus. This is a, 
a guy who's really showing his chops on guitar. Less sloppily played. And by that, that is not disparaging on Crooked Rain. It's just, you know, there's a jangliness to Crooked Rain. There's a there's a classic rock vibe to Crooked Rain, you know, almost like a CCR or something like that. You know, this jangly uh, vibe or kinks or, you know, early garage or whatever. And it, it lends a cohesiveness to it. And Rattled doesn't have that. Um, Wowie Zowie doesn't have that. But certainly Rattled doesn't have that. It's It's straight ahead. But I guess if we're thinking about what was going on in 95, my God, you know, Cobain had been dead a year and with him, that sort of spirit of anything is possible. And we went back there, you know, there are glimpses like I like the blue record just, just fine. Um, but I'm, you know, I wasn't big on Bush and those were bands that were really pushed down our throat as, as the next big thing. And, uh, not, not to my liking anyway. So there's that. Anyway, I said a while ago, we'd listen to rattled and we should probably do that. I'm prattling on here. Although I've got a bunch of nice emails in the last two weeks about how much you guys, you know, I was, I was thinking of mothballing this thing not that long ago. And I was thinking of uh, just taking a longer break and I'll, I'll just tell you the numbers of pats on the back that I got just out of the blue. It's almost like, it's almost like a coordinated effort, you know, like let's uh, pump up JD's tires here and <laughs> make them feel all good and get them back behind the mic. And well, God damn it. I'm here. We're going to do this. We're going to make some podcast magic happen. <laughs> Oh man, uh, I need a, I need a, I, I truly am probably an alcoholic. That's how badly I need beer. Um, this is rattled by the rush from rattled by La rush, the EP, the seven inch EP. This is side one on meeting alchemists. A pavement podcast.
Barbara That is four minutes and 17 seconds of gold. (laughs) Um, Listen, four minutes and 17 seconds is probably, you know, going back on what I said earlier, probably a bit much for a radio cut. Um, Maybe not in 95. People were, you know, exploring space a little bit more with uh, radio singles. But... uh, you know, regardless of that, this was a band in pavement that, uh, that didn't go out of their way to do radio edits of, uh, their songs, you know? Um, so there, there wasn't going to be a three minute and 30 second version of rattled by the rush 4k rock, you know, maybe sweetened up a little bit as well in, in a, in a mix. 
the, it was going to be what it was going to be. And that was, here it is. It's a single, here it is. It's a video and the video isn't appealing. The video is, um, fuck. I love the video. I, I mean, I love the video, so I shouldn't say it's not appealing, but it's the grungiest bathtub you've ever seen. And, uh, well, not you've ever seen. I've my, <laughs> so listen, I lived in a, I lived in a house, uh, several years back and we would come home some nights and there would be, um, there was a small little hole in our, in our screen door. And one night we came home and the hole in the screen door was a little larger than it had been before. And there were raccoon prints all over our toilet seat. So a raccoon had come into our house to drink from the toilet, which is tremendous if you think about it. But, uh, that same house we moved out of and we had a terrible landlord. So we left, we left the house in a shambles. And years later I was working in an office and I was on a film shoot for a commercial that we were doing. And, um, one of the producers was talking about where they used to live. And he said, I lived on the Danforth. I said, Oh, I live on the Danforth. He said, Oh, I lived, uh, I lived at, uh, you know, on this particular street Harcourt. And I was like, Oh fuck, I lived on Harcourt. And he's like, I lived at 76 Harcourt. And I was like, I lived at 76 Harcourt. He was the person who moved in after us. And he was like, you guys left that house in such a shambles. Oh my God. It was terrible. I don't know why I'm telling you this, but, but I'm telling you this because the video has a terrible looking bathtub and our bathtub looked similar. And on the tiles of the bathtub, look this up on YouTube. If you haven't already on the tiles of the bathtub, you get uh, shots of the band and, um, it's, you know, it's fun. It's the cuts are fun. They're in time with the music. It looks like the band is having a good time. You know, uh, I think it's, I think it's a lot of fun, but it's not something that's going to just jump out at you. Like, um, like, uh, the happy days Weezer video or something like that. Like it's, it's, it's not designed to, to, you know, pop in that way. Um, so, you know, there it is. And this is a lot of me lamenting the fact that they didn't become a mainstream band, but I'm thrilled that, uh, we've got our band that we can cleave onto here. The group of us that listen to this podcast and that still go to shows and because, you know, <laughs> I wish every pavement fan out there listened to this podcast. I'd be a wealthy, wealthy man, but that's not the case. Uh, Tell your friends, you know, <laughs> um, I can tell you that, uh, I can tell you this, I can tell you this. I shouldn't tell you this, but I'm going to tell you this. I had a talk with Scott a couple weeks ago. I released the full interview, um, that we recorded on the bonus feed and, uh, you can get the bonus feed for like three bucks a month, three bucks on hun, man. It's well worth it. Um, it helps me and it's, uh, it's, uh, there's lots of good content on there. All the B sides and interviews and stuff like that. Ultimately, when I do meet Malcolmus, that'll be where you find that full length interview, that kind of stuff. I'm lined up to talk to Bob at some point. So that'll be on there. Anyway, um, the Primavera is the start of a couple of years of pavement. <laughs> I'm just going to say that, uh, off the record. That's what I 
Ken's Day. So buckle up. We're getting ready for some more pavement. Now, back to Rattled by the Rush. Four minutes, 17 seconds. You've got a song about soap in the John. <laughs> There's not soap in the John. Um, you know, this was never going to be a, a, a giant hit in that way. But that's okay. That's okay. Now you read in the, you read in the, in the, you know, various media that I've read and books that I've read and, you know, Wikipedia, the, the vast research that I do for this podcast that, uh, Steven, as I suspected, is not somebody who keeps a notebook, um, in terms of lyrics, not somebody who is a, you know, a lyric meister. Um, well, he is a lyric meister. But he often is just off the cuff and, you know, uh, they'll do a, a track of a song. Uh, they'll do a vocal track and take one will be this set of lyrics and take two will be a different set of lyrics. Like he's just that sort of, um, great at what he does. And in this song, we get some really cool rhymes. We've got uh, tuck in my shirt pants. I wear so well cross your T shirt smell. I picture that being, you know, this office, this, you know, office type person tucking my shirt pants. I wear so well, cross your T shirt smell. The cross your T shirt smell is that, you know, lawyer or something like that. That is, uh, you know, dressed to dressed up in a nice way. And they're there to cross your T's, but, but there's, there's no paper trail here. There's no breadcrumb trail of what this is about because then we get worse than your lion. Caught my dad crying. Looks like the wind from the rough. We get par. Well, that's a golf sleek city woman waiting to spar. I'm drowning for your thirst, drowning for your thirst, drowning for your thirst. If you think of that lyric drowning for your thirst, there is something just beautifully poetic about it because, um, Thirst and drowning are both related to liquid water, typically. And um, they're both horrific things. When you're, when you're very thirsty, it's a terrible feeling. It is for me, anyway. <laughs> um, when you're... Uh, God. When you're um, drowning, obviously, that's very bad. So, you know, drowning for your thirst, drowning for your thirst... It's just, oh fuck, it's just so great. And then we go into the second verse and getting off the candelabra, we call her Barbara, breeding like larva. She's rabble rousing, dental surf combat, get out those hard hats and sing us some scat. Like what in the fuck? You know, if you're trying to put a story to this song, good luck to you. I got nothing. I got nothing. If you got something, JD at meetingmalchemist.com. I would love to hear from you. Uh, this has been a longer episode than normal. I have a lot to, I had a lot to say. Um, next week we've got, uh, God, what do we have? Brink of the clouds, uh, is what we've got next week. So we'll get on to that and enjoy ourselves there on the second. Uh, it's the first track of the second side of this in quotes EP. It's a single. But they call it an EP on Wikipedia, so I'm going with Wiki, I'm going with Wikipedia here. More songs, more songs to talk about, right? That's a good thing. Anyway, that's what I got for you this week. I love you so much. It hurts. 
It, it, it stings. So we'll talk to you soon. Be good. Meeting Malchus, a pavement podcast, is a weekly affair. Connect with JD at JD at meetingmalchemist.com. Please support the pod by rating, reviewing, or sponsoring us at meetingmalchemist.com. And hey, I'm social. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at meetingmalchemist.